Welcome to Prajna Spark's special series, 59 Days of Healing, where we explore one maxim from the Tibetan Lojong text, Seven Points for Healing Dualistic Mind, each day to integrate the practice into our lives. Today is day 33, and we're in the midst of point six, healing promises. Maxim 33 reads, stop pushing people's buttons. We all have a pretty good sense what this is talking about. Sometimes it feels almost irresistible to push against people's tender spots, even when we know that they're tender. This maxim is asking us to give folks a break and not come down hard on others. Not only because it's not particularly kind or gentle, that's fairly obvious, but it's also not very kind or gentle to us. It's not just the other person, but awareness of of vulnerability or a soft spot in someone and pushing those buttons anyway is very much against the stream of these teachings. This practice is about humility. It's about allowing things to be more open and spacious. Anytime we push against an area of tenderness that we know another person has, we're not really going in that direction. Of course, we may interact with someone and not be aware of their particular soft spots, or we may stumble across them, or we may just be furious at them and throwing everything at them to see what sticks. All of that falls under this category. Trying to get under somebody's skin is a real sign that there's something happening for us that we're not acknowledging and we're turning outward to find an outlet for acting out that discomfort and displaced energy. What this maxim is encouraging us to do is to be aware when those energy impulses are rising in us and find ways of working with them that are not only kinder towards others, but more wholesome and supportive for our own peace of mind, our own tranquility and calmness. It's amazing how something as simple as this can have such incredible impact immediately. I'm always getting questions about how do I realize Mahamudra? How do I engage in this or that immense practice? How do I attain superpowers? And really, these kinds of things are miraculous. And they're all within our reach. I'd love to hear how it works out when you try it. This sounds like something that a lot of people might be familiar with um, because we, you know, we're really aware when our own buttons are getting pushed and how rotten that feels. And so I'm hoping that that helps us to recognize where we may be doing harm to other people when we're pushing their buttons. I, I sort of think about, you know, what, you know, what does button pushing look like? And I'm thinking, you know, if you know that somebody's got an issue with their mother and you say, oh my gosh, you're acting just like your mother. We have a sense of what that looks like. And I was just thinking that, you know, if you do that, what is probably going to happen is one of two things, either that other person's going to be defensive and they're going to push back at you, or 
maybe, you know, you're really hitting a sore spot that they're very vulnerable and they just crumble. And that feels horrible too. So I was just really thinking about like, what happens next when we do that and how that makes the impact of it and the harm that you're doing to yourself and to somebody else more evident. What happens next is that there's a deterioration in your relationship with that person. When you think of what we are as a bundle of relationships, anytime some of that is impinged, that has an immediate impact on obviously the person whose buttons you're pushing, but also you and then a whole bunch of other relationships in that web where you are a nexus. Another thing that this maxim does implicitly is to invite us to look at how do we respond when someone knowingly or unknowingly pushes our buttons. It might be that it's a stranger who doesn't know any better, or it might be the person who installed those buttons in the first place <laughs> doesn't know how to stop pushing them. <laughs> and it can be difficult to get folks to stop. There are any number of different ways we can try working with that. Therapy is good. Communication is good, especially nonviolent communication. That's very helpful. We may not be able to have a meaningful conversation about every single one of these instances. And connecting with where we are when that happens may help us to feel a more multidimensional kind of experience around those instances where we may be the one pushing the buttons. There's so much in here that's about sort of how to deal with other people and, and our relationships. And I love that idea of noticing what's happening and being aware of these, you talked about energy impulses are, as they're arising. I can recognize what it feels like when I kind of want to get in there at somebody and push at them. I think that that's such an important thing for us to be aware of. And then, you know, you talked about finding some other ways of working with that energy as we notice it. And I don't know if there are any specific things. I, you know, I know we've been talking about that throughout this um, series, but I don't know if there are any specific things when we notice that we kind of want to go on the attack with someone. First of all, noticing that energy when you're about to pounce is fairly advanced. Most of the people I work with when they're encountering this maxim are struggling to notice before the fact that they're about to push a button. It's okay if you notice right afterwards and regret it. That's how we learn. Eventually, that moment of recognizing it's closer and closer to the moment of pushing the button. And before you know it, it's on this side of pushing the button, and you can feel that energy coming up. How do we work with that? Honestly, feeling what you're feeling in that moment, how it feels for you to have buttons pushed, is the best way to train in not doing it. We are very naturally empathic and compassionate. If we can have a sense of what that feels like for us, and immediately extend that to someone else, that is compassion. Compassion is wanting for others the same happiness and freedom from suffering that we want for ourselves. The more we connect with our own feelings, our own expressions of what happens in those situations, the easier it is for us to extend that naturally to others. Ultimately, 
the whole point of samsaric misperception is there is never going to be a perfect fix for anything. That is the source of compassion. So sometimes we do notice that we're about to pounce. And you said sometimes we're unaware that we're about to pounce. Sometimes we don't even know that what we're doing is going to push someone's button. And we don't find that out until after we've said something or done something. And then we're like, oh no, that was a real sore spot for that person. Is there anything that you suggest we do in those moments? If it's still early enough that you're in the same interaction where you've noticed that this has been harmful, best thing to do is to own your behavior, be accountable. That doesn't mean beat yourself up. Oh, I'm the horrible person for doing this. Just say, wow, I can't believe I just said that. And then also validate the other person. Because a lot of the times when our buttons get pushed, we just get into a very triggered state. And it's very hard to validate what we're feeling. But something like, wow, I really goofed. And that must really feel difficult for you. I know it would be hard for me. That is not going to erase what happened, but it does have that spirit of openness and possibility and warmth, which is what the Lodrung practice is all about. This has been Yeshe and Tanya on day 33 of Prajna Spark's special series, 59 Days of Healing. Tune in daily for more maxims from the Tibetan Lodrung text, Seven Points for Healing Dualistic Mind. Check the episode notes for more resources, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Prajna Sparks, and email us, sparks at prajnafire.com, with any questions. May all beings benefit. <laughs>